How do you report somebody for abuse on Amazon? My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. And in this video, I'm going to walk you through the report abuse function inside of Seller Central. This is an update to my 2020 video. They've updated the UI inside of Seller Central. When you try and navigate and go through the help files, and I'm going to show you like soup to nuts, like how I kind of played around with this to get where I was. Um, you hit help, you go down and you hit the get support button, selling on Amazon. And if you hit browse for your issue and go to other issues, you can see report listing abuse. But when you click this, it just gives you a bunch of help files. And that's not very helpful. Uh, there's help files on detailed page rules, ace and creation, all kinds of different things. This button up here, your eye will pass it, so watch for it. Report a violation, though, is what you want to click. In here, this is the actual report abuse tab, and I am going to put a link to this on the video. It's just Amazon, sellercentral.amazon.com slash abuse hyphen submission. And you can see here all the various things. Now, if you're going to do an intellectual property violation, you're going to click this and they're going to say, hey, go on over to brand registry. Now, for the most part, when you go report over things into brand registry, it's typically against one of two things, an ASIN or a seller. So you would report a seller if they were using your trademark or copyright. Maybe they copied your photos onto their listing. You could report them in brand registry very easily. What brand registry report a violation doesn't do effectively, however, is when somebody like, I don't know, hijacks your listing. And that could be very, very problematic. So I don't feel like there's a great... Um, way to report hijacking at this time. The second uh, one, products received are different than the description on the detail page. You probably will barely ever use this, but essentially if you uh, placed an order on your own detail page and a secondary uh, user, a secondary seller that is, was selling a hijacked product, you could first report them for IP and then second, report them for product received different than the description. Now, I wouldn't recommend using this one. And the reason why is because uh, I would worry that the ASIN would get affected. Now, the one way I would use this one, though, is if you purchased a competitor product and you know that they're selling something that doesn't match the description. A great use case for this one would be a medical issue or an ingredient. Maybe they're selling CBD, but they're calling it hemp. There could be all kinds of different uh, violations of where the seller is trying to hide something so they don't get flagged. Maybe they're selling a fat burner, but they have a certain ingredient. It could be all kinds of reasons. So uh, pretty rare. I think I've only used this one maybe twice in my Amazon career. Um, or, or, or even run into scenarios where that would be an issue. Product detail page violation. So product listing is a duplicate of another product. So you're trying to get two ASINs merged. Um, product is incorrectly added as a variation. This is probably one of the most common uh, violation reports that, that virtual assistants are filing. 
So uh, Amazon started about 18, 24 months ago. They started cracking down on various parentages or variation themes. Uh, you can go over to my website, myamazonguy.com. By the way, we have a new, brand new website we just launched. So if you see any weird bugs, add a comment, let me know. And in my service dropdown, we have a page for parentages. And on this page, we talk about the various different types of parentages. So there's size and quantity and color and flavor and color size and style variations. So if, if somebody's using a variation for three different products and they're calling it a color variation, you could report that. And that's what you would use here. Wrong category. Uh, honestly, I don't really see any benefit to getting somebody shipped out of a category. But if, you know, if you're a very specific technical product or a niche product or you have a health claim you can make because you have the FDA stamp but your competitor doesn't, this might not be a bad one to use. Content on detail page is incorrect or not allowed per Amazon policy. So you could file um, violations uh, that could get a product removed from advertising. Maybe they're selling something that's completely prohibited. And you can see um, a bunch of different, different things. If you link to a website, that's, that's, that's one you can report there. I know, I know a lot of old school, like 10-year-plus Amazon sellers who've gotten away with keeping links in their detail pages because they never edit anything. Um, pretty rare. I might only see that once a year. It's pretty rare these days. Misuse of keywords on the product detail page. So if somebody is using keywords like a trademark phrase, you could type in the ASIN and report them uh, with that. Digital download abuse. I've never used this one before. Um, I, I would imagine that there's certain things that you could offer as a seller to show that you're um, like a, like, like a PDF download that comes with it, but, um, it's kosher to have those things just to be clear. But if you abuse how it's being used, right. So like, I don't know, maybe you're selling pornography or something, um, as a PDF and they have to buy an unrelated product and then whatever that could be a, a digital download abuse product detail page was changed to represent a different product. Now I do believe this will help you in getting a hijack listing um, somewhat repaired. I don't trust it. Uh, I would use it, but I don't trust that you will get your outcome quickly. So if this happens to you, uh, or if you observe something, maybe you see like 10,000 reviews on a product and you're like, where did this product even come from? Never even seen it. And then you go look, look at the reviews and it's for a completely different product. This would be a great one to use to report abuse. Will Amazon actually do anything with it? Probably not on one report. That's the sad news. Um, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make some really squeaky wheels to get them to act on that. They're looking for quantity of reports, so have multiple people report it from different accounts. Those kinds of things could help. Uh, but but in terms of getting a hijack listing fixed, I don't think they're gonna make the changes back. You're gonna have to file brand registry tickets to actually get the changes back. You could report the seller, though, and whatnot. Customer who is violating returns and refund policies. So there's been in the news several um, bad customers who have cost Amazon and sellers millions of dollars. What they do is they, um, they return a product, but they return a different product, right? So very common in high-ticket items, jewelry, that kind of stuff. And you, 
you know, Amazon will ban bad abusing customers, but it takes a lot of data. Uh, so that, that one's pretty hard. I don't think I've ever heard the outcome of somebody u- using this one, but you know, if it happens to you, you got to try it. Customer feedback that violates Amazon policies. Now they don't allow you to submit it here. You have to go over to the feedback manager, pretty automated these days. Uh, most customers do not understand the difference between seller feedback or a product review. The difference being one is for the seller account, the other being for the product review. Um, and, and so if they give a product review in seller feedback, or if they talk about the shipping experience and it's an FBA product, you can easily get that struck. This is pretty minor. Um, you know, this is like a super easy VA task that should be done once every two weeks or as needed when a negative review comes in. An abusive message was sent by a buyer. So like, hey, you know, somebody's giving you death threats or, you know, trying to blackmail you. Hey, you know, give me a refund or I'll write you a negative review. You would go over to the buyer messages section and report the message right there. So so for the most part, this is kind of ordered in the most common types of reports from top to bottom, I would say. Um, and... And the, the brand registry section is something that you also need to be aware of. So let's go over there next. So when you go to brandregistry.amazon.com slash brand slash report a violation, you can type in any ASIN in here. And, and then what you would do on the next step is select either the ASIN or the seller. Following that, hit submit. Um, Amazon, even, even if you do submit the the seller sometimes will ban the ASIN. So there's about a 3% chance that'll happen to you. It happens to me um, about 3% of the time. Don't be alarmed. You can get it fixed, but it will show a violation on your account occasionally. uh, And that's obviously super frustrating. So those are the processes. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions about the report of violation stuff. Uh, it's, It's a little bit kind of a squeaky wheel where you have to submit multiple times to see any differences. Amazon does not give you the outcome of these submissions with the exception of the trademark infringement, copyright infringement, brand registry reports. They will tell you when they take somebody down there. But the other kinds of reports, they don't really. So it's, it's kind of a black box report a violation tool. I know they work, though, just based on sheer volume of use. I've seen it, especially on, like, parentage violations and some of the, um, some of the other ones. So... My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. Check us out every Friday at noon and ask me any Amazon question.